0: Albans, West Virginia. This is Monday Morning Quarterback with Major Harris.
1: Welcome into the Monday Morning Quarterback with Major Harris. I'm Anthony Lewis, and joining me from the city of Pittsburgh, the legendary Major Harris. Hey, so first and foremost, um, for the listeners who are probably listening, they're probably thinking, well, this isn't Monday Morning Quarterback. Um, I'll be honest with the listeners, I fell asleep yesterday. <laughs> so, we did not get to record this uh, on Sunday night as we usually do, but uh, here we are, and uh, we'll we'll get this on for you guys. First and foremost, Mage, I know you play a lot of fantasy football. Who Who's putting up some big points for you right now, and how are you doing in your leagues?
0: Well, you know, I'm in a bunch of leagues, but um, I'll tell you probably one of my most consistent players in a lot of the leagues I'm in. Uh, I tell you, this Brees Hall is coming on. You know, for the Jets. You know, you I kind of got him. You know, round sixth, seventh round in the draft, and that's a value pick. And I mean, you know, he's definitely coming on. You know, superstar in the making.
1: The Jets are sitting at four and two. I saw yesterday. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that 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 defense too. I didn't know their defense was going to be that good. Yeah, they're sitting at four and two because I mean, for years the Jets have been garbage. So the Jets are back, baby hey so you know thursday night west virginia pulls out a big win at home uh first and foremost let me get your your reaction to the game was it an important win for the mountaineers
0: you know what I, I i would have to say that was probably the biggest win in the last year or so you know what i mean because um you know being that we was two and three you know to go two and four that you know what i mean but to get, like I said, back to even poor at three and three, um, man, that's big. Man, that's a big win. Huge.
1: Yeah, how would uh, what did you think of JT Daniels play? And um, you know, we're here to talk quarterbacks. What did you think of JT this this past Thursday night?
0: Well, you know, um, you know, he he been performing well all year. I've been saying that all year. You know, he's been playing solid games, um, throwing pressure throws to bring us back. Um, he almost made that one pressure throw, I guess, against Pitt down the middle of the field. Guy almost caught it. So he's been making the plays that he had to make. I, I tell you, if our defense can never stiffen up, tighten up a little bit, man, I I, I can see us winning uh, a couple more games easily.
1: Yeah, I I would agree with you 100%. The defense, um, if we can just get some stops, this offense is scoring 38 points a game. And, you know, even if you take out the Towson score, which they scored 65, they're still scoring 32 a game. But they're putting up points, and Daniels is looking good. Let me get your opinion on this. And this one was kind of controversial on the podcast when we when we recorded it yesterday. Um, West Virginia got the ball back after the turnover, and instead of throw or running the football with three minutes to go, they opted to pass. What and through the interception what what was your thoughts when you saw that? You know, I, I guess we, you know, we was, you know, we
0: kind of live and dab at, you know, um, gambling a little bit, so to speak, you know, with the defense playing the way they've been playing. So I can see where a coach, you know, we felt we had like one of the top defense in the country. We probably would have branded three times if they get it back, then, you know, so be it. But I think that, you know, with the defense not playing up to par, so to speak, I think uh, offensively, I think we take more chances just because of that. But um, you know, only it was you know, I, you know I grade the quarterback. You know, I give him my a, a, a plus. I really give him an A plus for that game, even though that was a that was a bad throw because it was he was really throwing it across his body, mm-hmm. and it was kind of behind the defender. But you know, those things happen.
1: Yeah, I thought it was a, a a poor throw at best, and and usually Daniels doesn't make that type of throw. I don't know. I remember right before he threw it, I shouted, "Throw it away." And he threw it right to the to the uh, the Baylor team. So you know, tough road to hoe for the Mountaineers coming up. They still got to go to Texas Tech, which has not been kind for West Virginia. You know, I think at this point, and, and if, let me know if you agree with me on this. If West Virginia can just get bow eligible after starting zero and two, would you consider this um, a salvaged football season? Oh, definitely. You know, if we can get over the hump.
0: After starting up, you know, really, we could have beat Pitt. We could have beat Kansas. You know what I mean? And now we're going up to the heart of our schedule. And if we can get over the hump, so to speak, you know, with a winning record or get bowl eligible, man, I think that salvaged the whole season because of how we started.
1: Yeah, I mean, when you start 0-2, you know, only two things can happen. Either a team's going to uh, nut up and, and fight back or they're going to fold on you. And we see teams fold all the time. So it's good to see this team have a little bit of fight, and you know, even after we, t- well, before we even hit record, we were talking about it. It doesn't appear that this team has quit, and that's a good sign. Oh, definitely. You know, that's
0: the that's the one thing that um, because you know, after starting off zero and two, then looking at the the rest of our schedule, man, you can easily say, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough on us. But I kind of compare that one like to the Steelers beating Tampa Bay yesterday. You know yeah. what I mean? It was yeah. funny because you know, Steelers looking at being what one in one in five, and and the beat, and the beat Tampa Bay. Now they won game out of first place, so just one win changed the whole dynamic of the division.
1: Yeah, how are the Steelers fans feeling about Kenny Pickett up there?
0: You know, I, I think they, I think they, you know, they like what they like what they see. You know what I mean? I, I mean, even though he, you know, he got a hit, got, I guess got a concussion. <laughs> can they put on um, Travinsky back in it was it was good to see Travinsky go back in and 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 you know what I mean throw that touchdown and and I think he ran for a, a, a big first down late in the game so yeah that was big so you know it shows you any given day uh there can be an upset you know what I mean mm-hmm. on any level
1: how about did you see the video of Tom Brady going nuts on his offensive lineman
0: uh, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of you know, out of character you know, for him. You know,
0: you know, my take on it, they say Tom Brady left and went to a wedding or something like that. So the thing about it is he could come across to the players of – they're taking like, man, who you think you are? You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, they block, and I know he's getting pressure and stuff like that. But if he ain't completing the ball – you know, sometimes guys can look at him just as bad as he looking at them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Well, damn, he got a little bit of pressure. He still can complete the ball. So, you know, he don't want to get into that. Even though he's a legend, he don't want to get into the mental part of it
1: where guys will start looking at him, you know what I mean, thinking he thinks he's better than the team. Mm-hmm, I agree. Uh, speaking of NFL quarterbacks, Geno Smith, man, he's, he's looking good. I know we talked about him a few weeks ago, but Geno's looking good up there in Seattle. You know what, I always felt Gino never really got an opportunity, you know what I mean, to,
0: to shine or to show what he can do in the NFL. And, you know, when he was with the Jets and, and then I guess he got into a fight or something, kind of messed him up up there. And um, I think this is really the first opportunity he really had a chance to really show what he can do. And we all know from when he was back at, you know, I'm back at West Virginia. I mean, throwing for 500, 400 yards. So we know he can throw with the best of them. I just think he just needed the opportunity to show what he can do, and he showed it.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I've said his entire career, and even when Big Ben was getting towards the end, when he was getting a little long in the tooth, I would tell my friends, "Listen, the Steelers need to trade for Geno." And people would laugh at me. I'm like, "Why? Why are we laughing?" They're like, "Well, he's garbage." I'm like, "Well, he played for the Jets. Like, you tell me a quarterback that's came into New York." and played for the Jets and had any t- type of success. I said, he's been sitting up there in Seattle. Obviously, they like him to back up Russell Wilson. We know what he can do. He's got to be better than the backup, backup in, in Pittsburgh. So, I always wanted them to trade for him. But, you know, his, his, his value is going to shoot through the roof. You know, if he can continue to put up good numbers, when it comes contract time, man, he's going to get paid. Yeah. You know,
0: because, you know, when you look at the NFL, you have a lot of quarterbacks, what I call, or or, or backup quarterbacks in starting roles. And Geno's a guy that I think, you know, he, basically, the way he's playing, he's playing like a starter. You know what I mean? That, you know, he deserved to get a a starter uh, reward, so to speak. Because you see a lot of quarterbacks, they go, they jump around from team to team. And really, they really back up just getting a new opportunity. This is Geno's first opportunity, and he's making the best of it.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. And good for him. You know, he stuck it out. People wrote him off. And um, like he said, he didn't write back. So I hope he gets paid, man. And um, well, let's get back to JT Daniels for a second. When when you look at him, what do you see – when you when he comes onto the field, what is it about him that you really like? I know what I personally think about him, but I want to hear if what are the, some of the things that he does that you like.
0: Well, you know, the one thing I noticed the most about him, you know, I guess he's been to a couple of different schools. You can see he was uh, well coached. You know what I mean? He's a quarterback when he dropped back. I, he know what to look for as far as reading the defense. You you can see that, you know what I mean? And, 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 and you can just see it in this play. I, you know, that's the main thing that come to mind with me is that I can see that he was well coached and he's a seasoned veteran. Yeah. That's the main thing. Yep.
1: Yeah. I, I think, I think that, I think so too. I think they, you know, in Graham Harrell's offense, he knows exactly what to do. I think they pretty much have given him the keys to the offense. Um, you know other than a couple of bad throws here and there i mean listen man he's been on the money i know he was getting a lot of pressure against um texas and he didn't have a good day that day but um uh, and i think what's really helping him out is the running game if and you yeah. know how it is if you can't run the football you're not going to be able to throw it so the running backs yeah, have definitely. been showing up you know
0: uh-huh and you know i was a little surprised because you know the the one running back went down with i don't know if it was a concussion or something and I didn't know how our running game was going to be, but um, boy, I mean, we really showed up um, as far as the running game. I mean, I thought we manhandled their 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 defense their defensive line.
1: Yeah, I still, man, I mean,
0: we was running up and down the field on them all day.
1: I still want to sit down and watch it again. I know they put up cut ups on YouTube, but I want to watch Zach Frazier's performance, um, you know, in the offensive line because. You know, yeah. with C.J. Donaldson out, you don't really know what to expect. Although I am a fan of Mathis and Justin Johnson, I think we have three really good running backs. And and the fact that those two guys don't take the the two and the three role as, you know, I'm a backup um, is a good thing because these guys come in and play like they're starters.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and like I said, the way we manhandled them – You know, as far as up front, I was like, man, that really shocked me. I ain't going to lie, Willie was kind of shocked by that, but that shows me that the line is starting to come together. You know what I mean? Sometimes it takes a a game where you kind of get beat on a little bit to to toughen you up a little bit. So I I think that's what kind of happened with our offensive line.
1: So coming up for you, are you heading out anywhere? Do you have any appearances? Can people come out and see anywhere, or are you just kind of laying low for a little bit? Well, I'm just kind of laying low. I mean, this
0: week, I'm going to kind of sit back, um, you know, watch the game on TV. You know, hopefully we can pull this one off. And there's definitely a hump game. I call it a hump game because we can win this game. We're definitely getting over the hump. And uh, it's definitely, you know, every game now is big. Every game is almost kind of like a bowl game for us to get to a bowl game. So, um, like I said, if we can – and like you said, if we can get to a bowl game, I think that salvage the season. And, you know, every game is going to be like a bowl game.
1: Yeah, I'd love to see Neil Brown get this monkey off his back, especially with uh, having to go down to Texas Tech he has not performed well or not been able to pull off the win against Texas Tech and even have blown a few games. So I'm hoping he gets this one off his back. They can move to four wins and get a little closer to that six mark. You know, you can win six, seven games and then go to a bowl and maybe win your eighth. I think people will be happy with that. And he would it would get him off the hot seat.
0: Well, you know what's crazy about it, you're right. But what's crazy about it, we really had two games where we really could be five and one. I mean, that's. That's how crazy football is, man. One bounce here, or there can change the whole outlook on on your record. Cause we easily could be, you know what I mean. We could have beat Kansas, and we and we basically
1: could have beat Pitt. So sitting here at three and three, man, this this is a hump game for us, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Major i to turn you loose, my friend. But for the listeners. Thank you for taking the opportunity to listen to the delayed version of the Monday Morning Quarterback with Major Harris. And um, if you like the show, make sure you swing by and hit subscribe, leave a review, and don't forget you can check everything out at touchdowncity.com. So for Major Harris, I'm Anthony Lewis. Thanks for dialing down, down in and downloading the show.